He is six foot four, two hundred forty-four pounds. Sorry, six foot four and a quarter. I mean, it's short. Yeah, don't forget that. Yep, two hundred forty-four <laughs> pounds, and he had the vertical of forty and a half, a broad jump of ten nine, and here he is running a forty-yard dash. And oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. It is full Moses Malone. Anthony Richardson turned a few heads at the NFL scouting combine this past weekend, and he may have earned himself a few extra million dollars in the process. It's Tuesday, March 7th. I'm senior writer Owen Poindexter, and this is Front Office Sports Today. The NFL scouting combine wrapped up yesterday in Indianapolis. In case you didn't know, the Combine is a chance for prospective draftees to gather together and show off their physical abilities through a series of drills and tests, like the ever-classic 40-yard dash. Richardson, a sophomore quarterback out of the University of Florida, blew people away. Anthony Richardson, here we go. (laughs) Matt Landers going deep. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. He he threw that from the 9-yard line, and it landed on the 30. Tons of air. That's from the 10 that and those are beautiful oh, on the 30 beautiful deep balls my gosh he put his athleticism on display flashing a 40.5 inch vertical a 10-9 broad jump and a blazing fast 4.44 in the 40-yard dash that's a record for the fastest 40-yard dash by a quarterback in the modern combine era and if that's not enough according to the nfl research department's official twitter account he jumped higher than Devonte adams farther than odell beckham jr and ran faster than cd lamb Keep in mind, those are all Pro Bowl wide receivers, and Richardson is a 21-year-old incoming quarterback. And NFL scouts took notice. Before the combine, Richardson wasn't a lock to be drafted in the first round, and now he has a chance to go number one overall. Earlier in the year, Caesars Sportsbook had him at 80-1 to odds to be drafted with the top pick. As of yesterday, his odds had increased to 8-1. to Richardson wasn't the only player that drew attention at the combine. Georgia's Nolan Smith is a 22-year-old edge rusher, who happens to be an athletic machine. The 6'3", 230-pound lineman had a vertical jump of 41.5 inches and ran his 40 a hair faster than Richardson at 4.39 seconds. He set the fastest time of any defensive lineman in this year's combine, and his teammates seemed to know it. So what does this all mean? For players like Richardson and Smith, a good day at the Combine could mean millions added to their signing bonus. Last year's number one pick, Trayvon Walker, signed a $41.4 million contract with a $27.3 million signing bonus. The number two pick, Aiden Hutchinson, signed a $39.6 million deal with a $25.9 million signing bonus. After those two picks, the money starts to decline pretty fast. The 16th pick signed a $16.4 million contract with a $9 million signing bonus, and the 32nd pick, which is the last of the first round, signed a $12.4 million deal with a $6 million signing bonus. Richardson and Smith's performance might not have just bumped them up a few spots in the draft, but added a few million dollars to their bank accounts. Up next, we dive further into the implications of this NFL combine with ESPN draft analyst Matt Miller, including one story with unprecedented factors off the field. We'll have that conversation right after this. Two thousand. 
2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those are some scary years. Dot-com crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain, it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. So, how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer, NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improve their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash frontoffice right now. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. I'm joined now by ESPN draft analyst, Matt Miller. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. So coming out of the combine, what are the big stories for you? Just off the top. Yeah, I mean, I think the quarterbacks are, are really driving the conversation this year. You know, 2022, it was a bad quarterback draft. I mean, that was the opinion going in. It was the opinion of the NFL, obviously, because only one quarterback was drafted in the first round. We waited until like pick 73 for a second one to be drafted. So I think this year, there's a lot more excitement because not only are there four quarterbacks who will be drafted in the first round, but they're all they're all really good quarterbacks. And I think that's made it a lot more of a fun year, not just for people like myself who cover the draft, but I think for teams as well, you know, to sit through the quarterback workouts in the stadium. I had you know, a lot of a lot of scouts and front office people texting me of like, hey, this is actually fun this year, you know, to watch these guys play and, and throw. And, you know, you're not catching a nap in the, the stands trying to shake off the night before in Indianapolis like maybe people were last year. Yeah, yeah. And one of those quarterbacks, uh, Anthony Richardson, was certainly garnering headlines after the fact. Uh, did he make himself some number of millions of dollars at the Combine or, or more just a bunch of highlights? No, I think he made himself millions of dollars. I, I definitely do. I, the highlights are fun. And I think there's a there's a subset of the sports media world that says, oh, the Combine's boring. It's not worth it. It doesn't matter. It's like underwear Olympics. But like, but the NFL does it, and they care about it, and the NFL front offices care about it. And I know there are, you know, fewer coaching staffs actually going because the world has changed with you know Zoom technology and things like that. But you know, I, I think the combine still matters, and I would use Anthony Richardson as a good example of this because we knew that he was a very good athlete. But to just put it into context, so a week ago, you and I could have been talking, Owen, and I would have been like, Anthony Richardson is one of the best athletes at quarterback in the last five years, let's say. But he goes to the combine and he actually sets numbers that are the best ever for a quarterback. He has the highest athletic score ever for a quarterback at the combine. So people can say the combine doesn't matter. They don't know what they're talking about because now there's that context of, yes, we already knew Anthony Richardson was athletic. Now we know how athletic he is. And that does matter when you're evaluating a prospect. But also it's the ability to spend time with people. A week ago, we'll go back to Anthony Richardson. Everyone at Florida talked about how good of a person he is. Now, 32 teams have spent time with Anthony Richardson, and they're saying how good of a person he is. So this stuff does matter. It's the difference between you and I having a call today versus going and grabbing dinner. You know, like we might feel like we know each other a little bit here, but if we went and grabbed a beer and some nachos, we're going to know each other a lot better. And I think that's where teams – it's super important, not just the 40-yard dash and the bench press, but it's that 
one-on-one time, everyone you talked to raved about Anthony Richardson. At, and this was before he worked out. Like I had a report on Thursday on NFL Live. Teams are in love with this guy. And he didn't work out till Saturday afternoon. So I, I think if you could point to one player who, like you said, made themselves millions, it is Anthony Richardson. And I saw some analysis that, that said, uh, you know, the, those interviews are, you know, just as important, you know, because he is such a raw talent. Uh, if teams feel like they can work with him and get him to be the, the player they want him to be, that's just as important as, you know, how high he can jump and how fast he can run. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's for every player, you know, whether it's Will Anderson from Alabama, who's the you know kind of presumptive top player in this class or someone like Anthony Richardson. Anthony started 13 games of college, which is not a lot. That's about one season of college play. He also had two different head coaches there. So the head coach that's there at Florida right now, Billy Napier, he doesn't know Anthony Richardson that well relative to how well Nick Saban knows Bryce Young. So I think you could talk to the coaches of Florida. They have a limited scope on what they know about Anthony Richardson compared to what, where you would like to be. You know, Ryan Day at Ohio State with C.J. Stroud is another good example of someone who has been with his quarterback for three years. So it is incredibly important for these teams who are not only are they investing a first-round draft pick and therefore investing millions of dollars, but that general manager who makes that pick is putting his job and the job of every person in that building on the line with that pick. Because if you get it wrong, and chances are you're not hanging out for a redo if you miss at quarterback. So it's there's a ton of pressure to get it right, and that's why you, you really want to make sure you know everything there is to know about that player. Yeah, and, and speaking of which, uh, do you see anyone else that potentially gained a lot of money or maybe lost some by their performance over the past week? I've always thought that it was really hard to lose money at the Combine. I mean, there are players said with the context of, we would have liked to have seen a better time. I think Jordan Addison, the receiver from USC, is an example of, there are concerning numbers. He came in much smaller than expected. I think he was 173 pounds, and then he didn't run well on top of that. So that is kind of the area you get into of, is this just guy, is he not a good tester? So you really have to go back and watch the tape and, and talk to you know the strength and conditioning people, talk to the trainers, find out, is he just not, is he not great at running in a straight line? And maybe it's more you know quickness or shiftiness as opposed to sheer speed. But I think more so players who have a bad performance, you really have to go back and double check. Same with players who have a great performance. It, it It's more work for us after the fact because we have to go find out, okay, is this? did you just train really hard for two and a half months to run fast or are you actually this type of player? Mm-hmm. So there are two big factors that are kind of like – causing everyone else to be in a holding pattern here. So let's let's bring those in. Yeah, and they're both in the NFC North. Uh, so it's Aaron Rodgers has everyone just waiting to see what he's going to do. I guess we're all, pun intended, sitting in the dark waiting on Aaron Rodgers. And then the Chicago Bears, because they, they have the number one overall pick in the draft. They're not expected to keep it. I think their general manager, Ryan Poles, talked to everyone in the media. It seems like I was catching up on the news today, and it's like, Peter King has something. Albert Breer has something. You know, everyone has something with Ryan Poles where he basically said, yeah, we're open for business. If you want this pick, come get it. So that has put things in a holding pattern. I think Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints Monday morning probably moves things along a little bit, um, but it's everybody's waiting on Rodgers right now, I think. It's really the big story. The other weird issue going on here, uh, for lack of a better word, is uh, so Jalen Carter uh, defensive lineman out of Georgia. He has been charged with reckless driving in connection with a car crash that killed a teammate and a staff member. I also just saw a mock draft that had him going fifth overall. 
And and the person writing the draft said, you know, obviously we don't really know what's going on here, but but he's a big talent. What do we do with these kinds of situations? Yeah, it's it's unprecedented. It really is. I think that's the hard part. And I, I've been asked this question a lot since the news broke. And I, I can't think of anything like this before, um, where especially where the news broke, you know, 30 minutes before he was scheduled to speak with the press. So the timing I think raised a lot of eyebrows as well. But then the charges are, I mean, they're serious charges, you know, reckless driving and racing. Yes, they're misdemeanors. You know, it's generally, I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to pretend to. Generally not, you know, a hefty sentence or fine coming from those things. But I think the fact that it's in relation with the death of two people, one teammate and one Georgia football staffer, I mean, not only is it just a tragedy, it is something that, like we talked about with the athletic performances, teams now have this, huge pressure to go back because you know if you're sitting in the draft room on april 27th and you say hey we're going to draft jalen carter your owner is also in that room and he's going to want to know that you have exhausted every resource to make sure that you are drafting someone who made a mistake that this is not the type of person they are because you don't want you not only do you not want four to five years of headaches because of the player but you don't want to invest a high draft pick in someone that's not going to be available for you you know it's too crucial at the top of the draft. And I think that is right now with Jalen Carter. He is a fantastic player. Every team in the NFL is trying to weigh that risk versus reward right now. And really like it's, it's unprecedented. I've, I've been in this job uh, like 12 years, 13 years, and I've never heard of anything like this. Um, There've been some, some wild stories over that time, but never anything, especially that, you know, news that breaks 30 minutes before a guy talks to the media. I mean, Laramie Tunsil, you know, the video that surfaced right before the draft, but uh, I was talking to someone the other night about this, and they made a great point. What happened with Laramie Tunsil was a victimless crime. You know, he there was a video of him smoking marijuana that got released, and the world is a little bit different now than it was in 2016 in regards to that. But that's that's very different than what Jalen Carter is accused of right now. Yeah, and you know, any team that picks him, and I, I'm guessing some team will pick him, yeah. is um, and you know, quite possibly in a very high high draft pick. Uh, they're going to have to be ready for for answering questions from the media. Obviously, they're going to have to be yeah. ready to to work with the player. Um, but yeah, I mean, but the fact that someone is almost certainly going to pick him means it it could be you. <laughs> like there, there's a talent there who might fall to a, a lower draft right. spot for this, you know, the, this very unfortunate reason. Yeah, and I think that is one thing I, I talked about on on NFL Live this week is there are teams that did not expect that, to have to do a lot of work on Jalen Carter. We're now doing a lot of work on Jalen Carter. You know, if you were picking at 13, 14, 15 over on the first round, like you've done, like, you know who he is, obviously. You have a scouting report. You have some background. But before this happened, he was one of those guys you looked at, like Will Anderson, and said, well, he's never going to be there for us. So we'll just do the work that we have to do, and, and then we'll move on. Now, no one knows where he's going to be drafted. So all 32 teams, uh, you know, even the Rams, who never have picks, or the 49ers, who have no picks in the top – hundred this year i mean they're doing work on this player because it's just at this time no one knows how early he'll be drafted very interesting stuff matt miller thanks so much for joining us yeah appreciate you guys thank you that's it for today the world baseball classic starts wednesday march madness is coming up fast formula one just started and there's already a lot of intrigue and we are 23 days from opening day subscribe now so you don't miss a thing tell your friends so they don't miss a thing and we'll see you tomorrow